0: Welcome to the My Social Anxiety Life Podcast. This is Rebs. I want to talk about getting out of your own way. I broke it off with my friend, the guy that I've been seeing for a little while, and I don't even know if I broke it off or if he broke it off, but Somehow, we ended. We ended because we had a little bit of a disagreement and a little bit of a misunderstanding. And yeah, I'm gonna blame him right now and say he can't get out of his own way to see my point of view. And so, he's not letting me explain things and trying to understand them, he's just basically done. So, we're done and that's sad it really is he is stubborn and i'm not going to make this podcast about him this is just how it began because i started to think about how stubborn we are with the social anxiety to carry it around with us instead of saying you know what i'm not going to talk to people i can't i'm scared We don't have to be stubborn and let that hold us back. Let's just open up and be like, hey, say something, anything to anyone, just cuss. Okay, maybe not anything to anyone because that could be troublesome. Why are we letting our anxiety control us? We need to get out of our own way. See things from other people's perspective. Okay, so we're quiet. We get made fun of because of it. People... Don't really open up to us because we're, you know, we're not socializing with them, so they're not going to really socialize with us because you're awkward, you're weird, you're different. Why are you so quiet, right? Okay. So let's get out of our own way. Let's open up to somebody. If they say hi, you say hi. There's people at work customers that come in, and they just start talking, and you know what? I notice that if I just respond, they will continue to talk and talk and talk. Sometimes I don't know what to say, and that's okay. So I just kind of laugh it off. Haha. <laughs> it's an awkward thing to do, but at least I'm still responding. There's this one guy that comes in, and he will tell me all about his work day he'll tell me about his plans about his family and i am not interested in the slightest at all but i will i guess like just respond with like oh that's the that must be hard or oh that really sucks if it's something down or you know what that's that's kind of exciting Or she must be really happy to have you around. You know, just little things. And then that gets them to talk more. Having social anxiety, we don't have to talk about ourselves. We can just listen to other people talk and comment. We don't have to comment something negative, but just kind of with their feelings. Comment about maybe, you know, how it might feel for them. Empathize with them. And be there for them. And that will continue a conversation. Sometimes you have to start the conversation to get them going. Now, if there's two people with social anxiety, it's tough. I guess one of you has to open up at one point. So hopefully both of you are listening to this podcast. (laughs) Anyways, if one person is willing to open up even just a tiny bit, you can either try to relate, empathize with them, or nod your head. Sometimes to get people to talk to you, you have to ask questions. Ask questions about their lives. Excuse me. So my uncle has this thing, I think he said it's called foil or something. You can talk about family, interests, occupation, I don't remember, maybe it's form, family, occupation, recreation, which is the same as interest, and money. Money does not sound like a good one because that's usually a fighting topic. But you could ask them, you know what, if you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? and let them talk, and listen to them, and then find a way to comment on whatever they're saying, or to maybe put in your own interest of what you would do with the money, or, oh yeah, that sounds really good, you know, I've always wanted to own a farm, and have like sheeps and pigs and goats, you know, if that's the route that they're going, or if they're going the big hole, I want a yacht, and a have a big party and whatever you can just be like you know I've never actually been a big partier but a boat would be nice or maybe even that sounds amazing that would be so exciting um how would you try to make this million dollars like would you do you play the lottery or Are you the type of person who, like, can save and save until you have a million dollars? Or maybe you could be, uh, I don't know. Maybe you have a really good job and you make, like, a million dollars a year. Or half a million a year. Who knows how they make their money. But that could be a topic. I mean, like I said, money is not always the greatest topic. But it could get them talking about other things like interests, recreation, what kind of things they like to do. So if you start with that money question, what would you do with a million dollars? You can get into the recreation. You could get into the occupation. Well, how would you make it, right? How do you make that that money? How would you get it? Excuse me again. Or you could talk about like... Their family, maybe they would give it away to their family, or they would give it to charities. Who knows? But you could start off from one topic from this form. Remember form, family, occupation, recreation, and money. The more you talk to somebody, the more they are going to open up, the more you are going to open up. And the deeper the conversation can get. So just think of that. There's lots of other topics that you could talk about. I mean, I've gotten deep with so many people that I've gotten into like the spiritual side even. And the spiritual side has brought up like, how would you want to die? I mean, it's kind of morbid. But one thing is, I wouldn't want to burn. But if I had a choice between burning and drowning... Which would I pick? Uh, well, I'd probably want to drown. Although I wouldn't want to drown either. I mean, preferably, how would you want to die? In my sleep. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody would like to just die peacefully or die of old age. And even that can be bad. Um, I did the CCA course. I'm not sure if I mentioned that before. But I said I'm going to die young. Well, I'm going just. to make supper. Sorry about that. Um okay. So I had this meeting with my kids' teachers and a child psychologist. And they were talking about uh social anxiety in my kids and how we can help them, how you can have like one person maybe nudge them along and I just got thinking about my friend. I know, almost the end of the podcast and bringing him up again. He started it, he's ending it. Okay. But on our first hangout cuz we weren't dating from the very first day. We went and we sat somewhere for a while outside and this person that he knew came by and he invited him to the conversation. And when his buddy was talking about uh, the fountain and where they should have placed it in town rather than where it is, instead of my friend just talking to his buddy, he kind of nudged me. Because that's what we were talking about probably an hour before his friend came. And he just kind of nudged me. And he looked at me like, come on, say something. And this is my social anxiety where I wasn't going to talk to this other person. And then once he kind of nudged me and just like looked at me, I was like, we were just saying the same thing. It should have been here instead of there. Because over there, I get it, you can see it from the road and it's beautiful, but why not bring it up here where it's actually in the middle of the pond? Like, it was nice to see it from the road, but how about you bring it to the middle of the pond and enjoy it? So if you actually enjoy the water and seeing fountains and crap like that, you have to come up and walk around the entire pond. Anyways, it was just, my kids need some, some push with that, to have a friend just kind of be like, okay, it's your turn, like, I know that you were talking about this, I know that you got this, and to have him there with me, it was, it was difficult, and I'm 34 years old. So for my kids, it's difficult for them too. But I can encourage them with it, right? So maybe maybe you are the one with the social anxiety. Maybe you're the one that needs the nudge. Maybe I'm the one doing the nudging by posting these podcasts for you. Or maybe you're listening to try to understand a family member you can be that nudge. You can help them get out of their own way because I wasn't going to say anything, even though that I could have. And I was very grateful that my friend actually incorporated me in the conversation. He didn't specifically ask me, but he knew that I had something to say and it was important. And he made me feel like I am smart enough to just Let it out. You know, I might be a little awkward, but that's okay. We'll get past that. We will get through this. We will find our confidence level. Am I confident? Not as much as I would like to be. And I kind of am sad and and I don't like that we had this disagreement and that we're not together anymore. Not because I want to be with him but because he was a great friend. And he helped me in a lot of ways. Anyways, that's enough for now. So, uh, bye!